This is the Answers from Leadership Podcast, and I'm your host, Joseph Lalonde. Each episode, we bring you answers from the best and brightest in leadership. So sit back and get ready. Here comes Answers from Leadership. Hi, this is Joseph Lalonde with jmlalonde.com. I've got Tyler Regan. Reagan? Reagan. Reagan. Yeah, close. <laughs> um, here with me today. Um, we're at the Catalyst Lab session. Um, we're just going to discuss about the themes of Catalyst, yep. what's happening, um, and why you should get involved. Yeah, I love it. So you may start with that? Yeah, if you want to give a little background as to who you are and what you do here. I love it. So uh, my name is Tyler, like you said, and I um, I get to lead the team here, which is kind of crazy. I don't know how I got put in charge, but I did somehow, so that's that's pretty fun. And then, um, you know, we have we have a team, about 25 of us, and, and we spend our entire year really trying to provide a space for leaders um, to grow and to develop and to be equipped. And, and, and personally, I believe that the church should be the best run organization on the planet. Uh, and I think leadership changes the game for the kingdom. It really does move the gospel further, faster. And, um, so, yeah, that's what we get to do today. And we do 11 events a year this year. Uh, we do. This is our big event that we're at right now. So this is kind of our Super Bowl. So, um we, we are in go mode. We'll have about 8,000 leaders here tomorrow and, and hope to really create a space for God to move in their lives. All right. And this year's theme is Awaken the Wonder. Yeah. Um, why do you guys choose that theme? So we, we have kind of five attributes of Catalyst, our DNA of our organization that we always want to kind of be around. Number one is leadership. We talked about that already, but that's, that's central to everything. So that'll be every year, all the time, whatever. The other four, we kind of circle back around when it comes to themes for our events. So we have courage. We want to be a, an organization that create courageous leaders, bold leaders. One is unity. And actually 2016, we're going to be talking about unity as a, as a theme. Last year, we talked about change, the idea that we're progressing, we're moving forward. And then the last one is, see, my brain, I've got too many things going on in my brain. There's a fourth one that's amazing and it'll change people's <laughs> lives. But I don't remember right now. How did I forget the change? Unity? Oh, it's what we're doing. That's why. Uh, creativity. So okay. the fourth one is creativity. And so as we were wrestling with creativity, one of the things we realized is most things that are creative and innovative don't come just be out of nowhere. They come out of a sense of what could be and what should be. And then the gap between where we are and where we could be is where creativity and innovation come into play. And so it's those moments, though, as we get older, we, we tend to lose wonder. Yeah. We tend to lose. Like I have a five-year-old and an eight-year-old. And they play, um, they were playing vet last week. I went into my five-year-old's house or room. He was the receptionist at the veterinarian office. He told me everything that I need to be pre preparing for, uh, for my little pig that they handed me to be taken care of. And then he goes and hands it to my old, my eight-year-old, who is the vet in his office, in his room. He takes it, comes back. And what I loved about that moment was there was no reality in what they were doing. They were living in a world that was amazing. And we as adults, we lose that. We forget that. We forget those moments. And especially leaders. Leaders get so bogged down in reality of what they've got to do and what they're responsible for that they end up losing wonder of God's goodness, his bigness, what he's wanting to do in our lives. So I think what this came out, and then there's a book called Dangerous Wonder, which is one of my favorite books. And in that book, in the introduction, the guy, Mike Iaconelli says, he'd been a pastor for, for 30 years or whatever it was. He said he had mastered the art of mimicking aliveness. Well, I just think there's a lot of leaders walking around that are mimicking aliveness. John 10.10 10 says, I've come that you may have life and have it to the fullest. I think a lot of people would say they want that, but they're not living that. So we're really passionate about that over these next few days that you've got to be inspired to greatness, to wonder again, before you can be creative and innovative. 
yeah, innovative. Right. But I can see that you don't want to lose it in the minutia. Yeah. You know, dealing with the day -to -day well, you know, you and I were talking before we did this, and you've got life going on outside <laughs> of this. It's hard. It's hard to yeah. just take a minute and take a deep breath. And what we want to do is provide a space where you're not in charge. Yeah. You don't have to think about this. Quit being cynical. Quit being critical. And just come and sit and rest and, and, and embrace what God has for you. So is that one of the ways people can begin to awaken the wonder? I think so. Just sit and sit. rest and, and ask their Heavenly Father to meet with them again. But I, I think it's trying to go, you know what? I need to remove some of these distractions. I need to. Um, but I think a lot of it's asking God to do that for us. Reveal to us ways that we can do that more often. Um, what are some other ways you found to restart a creativity in your life? Yeah. You know, for me, a lot of times it's being around friends. It's, it's, it's you know, it, it's back what we were just saying. It makes making time for the things that aren't just work. Big way for that, one of the things I always try to encourage people is, is work is what we do. It is not who we are. And even though Catalyst is a big, obviously a massive part of my life, my identity is not the director of Catalyst. My identity is Tyler, who is a dad to two boys and is a husband to a wife. Well, Carrie, <laughs> not just any wife, but Carrie. We've been married 14 years. I tell my team all the time, I can, I can literally delegate work tasks to you there's nothing at my house that I can delegate to you. You can't be the dad to my boys and you can't be the husband to my wife. That's my job. Well, if I keep some of that foundation there, it tends to give me the ability to pull away, to rest a little bit and to uh, be refilled, you know, and, and, and to, and looking in my kids' eyes, sometimes I'll come home and they are dressed in the craziest getups, <laughs> but they're living in a wonderful place. And I just think what us as Christians, God's calling us to be, men and women who lead and live in places like that. Yeah. I like how you said that we're not what our jobs are. Yeah. But, you know, um, once again, going back to talking about what we were talking about earlier, yeah. you know, things come up. How do you, how do you find time to, or space to separate yeah. who you truly are from your work? You know, you, as a leader, Catalyst, right. you know, you're probably on call for, yeah, there's a lot know, going on for issues that come up yeah. or, you know, emergencies. And, you know, that, Probably can interrupt some of your family time. Sure. How do you negotiate? That? Yeah. Well, I'll give you one example of, I think, something you do every day so that when those emergencies come up, it's an emergency and it's not part of your day to day. Because I think a lot, what well, the problem is, most of us are living in this either super highly focused all the time or um, uh, multitasking mode. Even when we go home, we're still in this multitasking. Oh, okay. Oh, I got to think about it. I got to think about this. And we're not pulling pulling it back a little bit and starting to rest. So uh, a friend of mine told me one time that he has a trigger. He has a sign that basically halfway between the office and home, that sign is the trigger. I've got to shut off work. It's always going to be there. It's going to be there tomorrow. I'm shutting it off. And now I'm going to turn the second half of this commute into thinking about tonight and my kids and my baseball game, whatever's going on. Yeah. So that's one thing I think it's just like relational stuff. If I've been making relational with deposits with you for years and years and years, and all of a sudden I've got to make a withdrawal, it's not emptying the bank. It's not killing the relationship. So when, if you're making those proper life balance decisions day in and day out, when those emergencies come, they're emergencies. And they're not, they're not expected. It's when emergencies become expected yeah. that you're going, okay, there's a, lot, there's a flag here. I got to start paying attention because I'm losing somewhere. If my wife, my family, whatever, feels like work always wins. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. Um, and I think that's a struggle, too, with a lot of people. Yeah. You know, they don't know how to separate those emergencies or how to 
prevent the yeah. emergencies. Yeah. From all when we feel like yeah. we're, our value is, are we competent? Did we deal with the stuff? You know, whatever. Well, let's figure out if your competency isn't always based on whether you responded to an emergency in two seconds or it can wait till the next morning. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's, there's rarely a thing that comes up rarely that has my full attention at 7 p.m. I mean, if, and again, let's let that be an emergency and not just par for the course. I love that line of yeah. thinking. Yeah. yeah. I think we need more leaders that. Well, that's what we're trying to do. do. Yeah. <laughs> that's just, you know. We feel like if we're going to talk about leadership, hopefully we're good leaders. Yeah. yeah. It's so, good to see you living that out. Trying. Know, because I could be just making all this up. You don't even know. Right, you could. My wife is in here. She could tell us differently. <laughs> and maybe we'll have to get her in a video. One yeah, she won't do it, but uh, you can we, try. All right. Um, I guess wrapping up, um, what's one thing that you hope people get out of Catalyst? Yeah. Um, Somebody asked me yesterday, what what's success for Sunday, Saturday when we finish this thing this yeah. week? I have two thoughts on that. Number one is internal, is that this team, I've got 25 people on our team. My number one goal is that we walk out and that Monday we want to be in the room together again. And, and the reason that is, is that means we've created a process and a health and we're fighting for each other. We're keeping short accounts and we're enjoying the job which God's given us to do. Because a lot of times in event world, you spend your whole year working at so much work and so much prep. And all of a sudden the stress hits of the week of the event. You don't enjoy it. We're in the wrong business if we don't enjoy this week. This is why we do what we do. And so I want that's a that's a win for me. But the biggest the, the other win that I say is equal is that we provided a space for leaders to meet with their Heavenly Father. If that happens, then we, we've done what we feel like we're called to do. Yeah. From past past years of being here, I think yeah. you guys do that pretty well. We'll so, try. You know, looking forward to the rest of the conference. Absolutely. Yeah. And thanks for being here. Yeah. Thanks for putting this on every year. You got it. Thanks for listening to the second episode of the Answers from Leadership podcast. This interview with Tyler was a great one, and I want to share my big takeaways from the interview. The first one is, as we get older, we begin to lose our wonder. This does a disservice to those we lead. The second is, there's a lot of resistance to sitting down, resting, and embracing what God has for us. We can't keep resisting this. God has created us to be creatures that rest. Take time to rest and listen to what God has for you. The last thing is, we need to make time for things outside of work. This includes spending time with family and friends. Don't neglect it. We're not only where we work. I believe if we are able to grasp these leadership principles, we can walk away better leaders. And as always, you can find the show notes and links to the resources discussed in this podcast at jmlalone.com slash 002. If you enjoyed the show, please be sure to leave a rating and review in iTunes. Your review helps boost the visibility of the show in iTunes and allows others to easily find it.